Save the Semantics, episode 228. It is September 28th, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble off for a bit about some shit. Uh, recording this mid-ish week. Recording this on a Thursday. Um, it's felt like a very, very long week for me. Um, I know last time I was just talking about take things on a day to day and i i i've i've tried but i i I, <laughs> I want this fucking week to be over man it's been uh it's it hasn't been like a bad week by any means but it's just been a very frustrating one these last couple of weeks have been pretty frustrating for me um i've just felt uh it's it's just things haven't really gone the way that i've wanted them to and it's just kind of affected my mental a little bit um and yeah i've i've just been just general frustration is <laughs> just sort of what my state of being has been for a little bit um but you know like i've said before things come with just the ups and downs and everything like that and this week is just one of those down weeks um yeah just once in a while i i I, i've want to like i want to be honest about how i'm feeling i don't want to just like shy away from it it's I, i feel it's pretty clear when i'm not doing as well as i usually am or as well as you know in comparison to other times when I'm recording, um, and yeah, I just have been, yeah, I just haven't been super great this past week, I've, uh, I had some, like, this past weekend, I kind of ran into a bit of a wall, or I just kind of ran into kind of this moment where I was just kind of struggling to, uh, I was just kind of, uh, what's the word? I was kind of, I don't know, I feel like paralyzed is a bit too harsh and too, uh, it's not a good word, but I I just had, I guess, decision paralysis. Like I, I was struggling to find things to do on the weekend. Like I just was like, I'm, I think it was just a combination of me, me maybe being feeling tired from work and, um, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with my time? So I I just kind of hit that wall and I sort of, uh, yeah, I just, I just felt, I didn't feel great. I, I didn't, I wouldn't say I broke down necessarily, but I just was like, I, I felt really stuck in that moment and it, and it really sucked. Um, and that's just kind of affected my uh my sort of i guess uh, disposition during this past week usually when i go through something like that where i kind of hit kind of like this mental struggle of some sorts i i f- I, g- I get into kind of like this sort of reactionary mode where i try to find like an immediate solution like i try to do some shit to make me feel better um and so this past week, what I kind of tried to do, starting on Tuesday, I was like, I'm going to really start exercising way more because <laughs> uh, I, I've just wanted it to become, you know, 
more of a part of my life taking back control of the time that I do have outside of work and and really trying to get back into you know I mean I do I do exercise for sure but like really be like in good to like great shape you know what I mean and so I tried to I got up super early Tuesday morning it was like six o'clock or something and I went on a run my plan this week was to to like go on a run and go to the gym on Tuesday and Thursday. Today's Thursday. I'm not doing either of that. Um, it just was... It, it felt like I, I... Like maybe if I had stuck with it, I could have made something with it. Because I really only experimented doing this for one day. But I I was so... I was just so lethargic. I got through Tuesday. I actually felt decent. But I was definitely just running on fumes because I had gotten up so early and I, I'm I'm just naturally not an early morning person at all. I hate getting up early. So doing that really just kind of threw a wrench in my my day to day sort of momentum, my my general sort of schedule. And I, I yeah, I was just tired throughout all of Tuesday. And I feel that kind of feeling has sort of that tiredness has sort of carried forward. I mean, some of it has to do with the fact that I haven't slept well in the last couple of days, too. So it's just, like, compounding. <laughs> it's just compounding. Um, yeah, it, definitely some lack of sleep shit feeling there as well. But also just this, I don't know, this this kind of feeling of discomfort from this past weekend has sort of carried over. And so now I'm just kind of this in this a bit of a muddled kind of mess. Not, like, crazy bad, but I'm just I just haven't felt very good. Um, because of all of these factors. So, um, yeah, I, I, it was like, uh, it was a bit of like a chain reaction of sorts, kind of a domino effect. It's like, oh, I feel bad in this moment because I'm not doing anything. I feel like I'm not doing anything with my life, which is not true at all. It's just the fact that I, because I was like tired and I, wasn't really, you know, I didn't have any plans for the weekend. I wasn't like hanging out with friends or whatever. Like I, I decided to like, I don't know, kind of maybe double down on some things, you know, really hone in on some specific areas that I really wanted to like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to really like hyper-focus on this one aspect. Like, I don't know, um, you know, working out or whatever. So I tried that. And that shit just didn't really, I, you know, maybe if I kind of concentrated on it or if I really had a set plan in mind, maybe it would have worked out, but I, it, it just didn't, <laughs> it just didn't go the way I, I really wanted it to. And I don't think it's, I don't know if it's a good idea to really mix up my, especially my sleep schedule. I think that's probably the most impactful thing. Um, and like go all in on exercise as like sort of a solution to making me feel better um so i'm gonna go back to what my regular sort of routine is at the moment and just stick with that um i really just think that like i'm like you know those issues will still persist where i feel sort of I, it's you know feelings of like inadequacy and and stuff like that which it's like 
unwarranted really it is just all just a mental kind of thing a mental game um that i'm playing with myself uh and so i i i tend to really try to you know fixate on short-term solutions rather than long-term ones and it just doesn't doesn't work out most of the time um and i think really just the best thing is to deal you know deal with those feelings in the moment the best way that you can and then um you know recognize that those issues exist and then kind of start to tackle them you know little by little kind of chip away at it um and really not trying to beat myself up because uh you know i'm I'm, because of you know i'm going through that you know feeling or process or whatever it's it's not going to be like a simple fix of me just being like all right i'm going to start doing one thing more maybe this will make me feel better and you know maybe this will make me feel better and um like sure exercise is like a really good thing to um i think put my energy towards but i think it really only goes so far and i'm also just like not I'm not really taking care of myself in the best way that I can. Um, especially when I'm just like screwing up my, my regular routine in such a kind of a, uh, what is it? Significant manner, right? Like it's just not something that I I'm typically used to doing. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I felt the past week. Uh, again, it's just one of those moments where, I felt shitty. I tried to <laughs> make some kind of a solution to react to it, and it didn't really work out at all. Um, so it happens. That's just kind of how it goes. Anyways, um, it's been a. <laughs> outside of that, there's been a lot of things that, that have been happening. Um, I want to touch upon the NBA because I, I haven't talked about basketball in a long time. Because a lot of shit, it's been go- shit has been going on in the NBA, and the season is just kind of around the corner. We got maybe like a month or so left before the regular season starts, so I'm very excited for that. Um, but Damian Lillard got got traded to the Bucks. That's really the big thing. <laughs> that's that's like the really the whole you know, over-encompassing story of this past uh, free agency um, or this past, you know, off-season kind of came to a head uh, yesterday when that got announced. Shit came out of nowhere. I was not expecting that shit at all. Like, I was kind of like... There was, you know, during the summer, I was... I was paying attention earlier on to kind of the off-season moves that were happening um, back in, like, you know, July and shit when, after, like, the finals had ended. When did the finals end? No, the finals ended back in, like, June. But the, you know, big off-season moves were happening, like, in July, I think, from what I remember. So I was kind of like, okay, these are some interesting moves. I talked about that uh, when those happened. But, you know, this was really the big one right this is kind of the one that everybody was waiting for 
the, the expectation was that he was going to go to Miami. I was also thinking he was going to go to Miami. It was just like, I'm just kind of following along with what everybody else is saying and thinking. Um, he literally says that he wants to go to Miami. So it's like, okay, when someone of his caliber, someone of his status says something like that, it's like, I feel like most of the time it happens, right? Like most of the time it goes through and he ends up becoming, you know, he, he ends up going to the place that he wants to go to. Um, but it didn't happen. That didn't happen. Um, he ended up going to Milwaukee, which is pretty crazy. Um, the whole trade is, uh, is really interesting. Um, so from memory, the big pieces outside of Dame, uh, were Drew Holiday going to Portland, um, Yusuf Nurkic going to the Suns and a bunch of other like first round pieces and kind of additional players sort of moving around. Um, it's like three teams, right? So Blazers, Suns, and the Bucks um, that were kind of involved in that trade. Uh, really interesting. I don't know. The Suns one is really, is, is probably the most, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of uh, things that you can kind of discuss there. It's like, what, what do they kind of get out of it in terms of moving off of like Aiton and transitioning to, to Nurkic as their, as their center. I feel that there are a lot of question marks for sure. Um, for the Suns, like they're, they're really one of the teams that are like hyper focusing on the current, the now, right, the present, along with the Bucks, right? Um, really, just going all in on this current future, uh, where they are, their you know their championship hopes are like right now, this year, next year, <laughs> probably. I mean, this year really is probably because like one year later, all the other players are getting old. Durant's old, you know what I mean. Bradley Beal's getting it, getting up there. I mean, he's still pretty young. What he's like thirty two or something like that. But, you know, a lot of these, uh, all of these teams and players are very old. And so they're just, you know, they're just trying to take advantage of the current situation. Um, and I think, I don't know, it, it is, I, the the whole thing with Aiton really kind of started to sort of bubble up last year with like him and Monty Williams, like, you know, bumping heads and shit um so i don't actually think it's that all that surprising it it is funny that it's kind of taken this long for him to be traded like he did get that contract what like last year when he was involved with trade talks with the pacers right and that kind of fell apart or rather like he he signed a contract he signed a better contract with the suns than what was offered by the pacers um and then now he's like traded to 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 the Blazers. So, um, just kind of an interesting turn of events. Um, yeah, the Suns the Suns are such an interesting team. Like on paper, it feels like they have like a pretty solid team. You know what I mean? It's like as long as, and I think maybe this is sort of the argument they, or sort of the vision they had last year. You know, when they picked Durant up towards like the second, you know, 
second half of the year um, was that they're really just like putting a lot of weight on Booker and Durant to carry kind of the heavy lifting for the team, and that was really the case, right? I mean, they were able to get two wins against the the Nuggets. That was like the closest series for the Nuggets in their playoff in their championship run. So I don't know, maybe there's something there. Um, I think that it is like a pretty like top heavy team for sure, right? With their top three. Um, but they have some interesting pieces. I don't know. It's like, are those three players are Booker, Durant and Beal. Is that going to be enough to kind of carry that team through the regular season? I mean, definitely through the regular season for sure. I think they'll be, they'll be fine there, but will they be able to, um, Will they be able to, like, really, if it's just kind of championship or bust, right, for them? Like, it's like, if they don't become, if they don't get a ring, it's sort of like, okay, that's it for them. Um, I mean, that's kind of the case for most teams, right, or a lot of teams. Like, if they don't get a ring, it's kind of, what was the point? Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know. The Suns one is really interesting. Of course, the Bucks. I don't really have that much to say about it. I think it's just, like... They got Dame, <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course, they have to give up Drew Holiday, which is... It, it is a lot for sure, but you're getting, like, one of the best players in the league, right? So, it's, uh... I feel like it's kind of, uh... I feel like it's kind of a done deal. It kind of makes sense to me. So, it'll be really interesting to see him play with Giannis, for sure. That's going to be a crazy duo. Um... And yeah, just I mean, what a surprise, man! Like this shit came out of nowhere. Like I had, I, I, I was just kind of like, I was checked out from the NBA. I was just kind of ready for the regular season to start. Again, I've talked about the Warriors and how I wasn't really, how, how I'm, I'm really, I'm still not really expecting a whole lot from them this year. Uh, I'm just keeping my expectations to sort of a minimum. Maybe they could do something because they have an incredibly experienced, just like team in general, right? Um, so I was just kind of like, all right, I'm just going to hold off until the season starts and then I'll, uh, get back into it. Um, and then I went on Reddit and then just like, <laughs> first thing is like, Dame gets like traded. And I was like, holy shit. What the fuck, dude? It was crazy. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty wild. Uh, it's going to be, this season's going to also be very interesting. Last, last year's, um, season was I think for the NBA it was good for the Warriors you know it was pretty rough right considering we lost pretty much like every road game but I think overall for most teams I think it was a pretty great season um and I think this year like I said there's still or you know like what I said last time there is a lot of parity in the league like sure you have Milwaukee, that's going to be probably one of the best in the league. That's not going to be a surprise there. Um, Denver is going to run it back, um, but everywhere else, it's it's really it's really open, and I think that there are it, it, there's going to be a lot of unexpected factors for sure. Um, I mean, when it came down to it, the Nuggets eventually won the finals. I mean, it, it was just kind of like. They they had the best team with like Jokic and it was like it was kind of like a no brainer there, but again you you really don't know like it could just come down to whoever is the best team is gonna win. But you also had that 
crazy Cinderella run by Miami, right? They made it all the way to the finals. Like you could get some something crazy like that next year too, uh, or this upcoming season as well. Like anything is anything is possible, right? If that can happen, anything can happen. So, um, and again, considering just sort of the parity of the league, um, there's a lot of unexpected things that could happen. Um, so I'm I'm really excited to see. It, dude, I'm oh man, I'm I'm really excited actually. Now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm actually very excited for for this season. Um, like I'm just gonna be locked in. I'm gonna try to be. <laughs> I'm gonna try to watch as many games as I'm able to. Um, because like it is, it's gonna be one of those. Like it, I'm gonna be super locked in during the beginning beginning of the season. Like I'm always am, and like I'm always very excited for. Um, it's just, it's like the best feeling. The, the, I, I'd say one of the best feelings I get from sports is the beginning of the season because you don't really know what to expect. There's sort of like this, oh, who's going to be good? There's, there's just so much unexpected things, um, in the mix. And so there's sort of this sort of anticipation for what's going to happen. That's a great feeling. You see these teams that are like, whoa. Like last year was like Utah. <laughs> it's like came out of fucking nowhere. It was like, you know, top three seed at the very beginning of the season, and then they sort of, you know, they traded all their their the half of their team to like the Lakers and shit, right? So you have moments like that at the very beginning of the season where you're like, holy shit, are the Magic gonna make a playoff run? <laughs> like you don't know that. Like I don't know. Like anything. It's just it's it's really fun to to be a part of that. Um, and then the other feeling, of course, is like during the playoffs. That's just like a, you just can't compare, you know, compare that. But the beginning of the season is a really just a really fun time, um, and I'm just I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be really exciting. Um, it's just there's just a lot. Um, I'm I really want to I want to see. Like there's just there's so many teams where I'm very interested in seeing how they perform this year. Um, like especially the younger teams the the Blazers are one team where it's like I mean they're probably not going to be very good if they're going to go forward with rebuilding essentially around like Scoot Henderson right um if that is sort of their plan if that's sort of like the expected plan moving forward um I'm kind of I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how the Wizards are gonna handle their rebuild with Poole I want to see how he plays and you know, kind of handling the ball and shit. I want to see him succeed very much. Um, I think that the magic might be pretty good. Um, like they made it like they, they were like a pretty good team in the second half of the last year. Um, like it, it, if they like somehow, if they had one more games earlier in the season, they could have been in like the play in, you know what I mean? Um, so with like Bancaro and, um, with like the the Wagners, like they they have like a very good team. Um, so, I mean, they have like a very exciting team. I don't know how well they're gonna perform, but there's a lot of kind of uh, I don't know. There there's kind of momentum there for sure. So it'll be kind of exciting to see how they how well they do. Um, other young teams, the Thunder, continuity from last year. Um, and then also Chet Holgram. Holmgren is going to play. You got another added piece. You got pretty much a full squad if everyone's healthy. Shea's coming off of a fucking incredible, you know, year. He was in the, you know, the fucking FIBA 
you know, uh, you know, the FIBA tournament, and he played very well on the international stage. Like, there's 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 a lot that there's a lot to look forward to for 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 the Thunder. Um, very exciting, and um, I don't know. There's there's just the Pacers. The Pacers could be kind of like exciting as well like if they are able to sort of keep up with like Halliburton um Miles Turner is like gonna stay there even though he's like kind of a vet at this point but they still have a very young team so they could be something as well so there's a lot there's a lot of young like up-and-coming teams the Rockets are a fucking weird team (laughs) like the Rockets are the weirdest team in the league right now um like they you know it's just everything about them is is so strange right they got fred van vliet they got dylan brooks um and then they got um freaking what's his name ime udoka as the coach like what a what a fascinating kind of uh structure they got going on i have no idea what to expect with those guys they could be i don't know like i don't really have <laughs> any expectations but it's, it's just such a such a interesting kind of uh mashup of these like players so that could be interesting to see um so yeah there's a lot outside of my warriors um of course i want i i want them to succeed for sure but i I, again i'm just sort of placing relatively realistic expectations for them considering how they performed last year like of course they got chris paul which is a pretty which is a big pickup for sure. Um, it is just a matter of how well all those other, all the other pieces can complement Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Right? It is just all a matter of how well everybody else is kind of everybody else kind of functions in that system. So, um, a lot of exciting things to look forward to. This has honestly gotten me like this got me feeling a little bit out of my funk. Honestly, um, it's just thinking about that. Um, it's just really looking forward to basketball. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for that. I honestly don't know when the season's going to start, so I'm going to look that up. Um, and uh, I'm back in, baby. I'm back in. It's going to be, it's going to be a long month, but I, I'm, I'm very excited to see how things go. Um, yeah, I, I really wanted to, I also just wanted to just talk briefly about the Dame trade because it's huge it's a whole it's a massive uh massive trade um it's like a legacy player going to a different going to you know a championship contender um it's a huge move so i i wanted to kind of bring bring that to attention and just you know talk about how i how i felt about it um but yeah a lot of a lot of things to kind of look forward to and i'm, I'm really excited for that anyways um i still haven't kind of transitioning from basketball uh i haven't fully gotten all of the main endings for near near automata yet um so i'll probably try to do that this weekend and then i will provide as best i can my coherent sort of thoughts and feelings about the game after i sort of gotten though gotten you know those sort of main endings right um and uh yeah i'm excited to talk about the game in kind of full detail um i'm gonna label of course like the title as like spoilers and shit um like part of me is like thinking i might do like a separate podcast thing for 
near, but I, 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 I think it's fine to just like discuss it like together along with, you know, this first half. Um, so yeah, expect that, expect that. I'm not going to post this earlier. I post these together. I edit them kind of, I like, you know, combine the files and it's, and it's one episode. So, uh, next time, next time I check back in, will probably be later this weekend. All right. It is October 1st, 2023, recording this on a lovely, lovely, lovely Sunday afternoon. Ah, it's nice out. The air is clean. You got this nice breeze going. I'm a little spoiled with this California weather right now. Um, So I'm I'm just taking it all in before it uh, um, goes to shit. Inevitably, right? So you got to You got to enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. Um, this weekend has been very eventful. Um, so last time I recorded, I talked about the Damian Lillard trade to uh, to the Bucks. I talked about that briefly um, today. Earlier this morning, Drew Holiday has been traded to the Boston Celtics for Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams, and a bunch of bunch of picks, picks and like pick swaps and that type of shit. Um, and I think the Blazers have uh, they've secured themselves quite a quite a nice future. I feel um, obviously. It just, it depends on, of course, everything depends on, you know, whether the kind of the stars align and if they're, you know, if the players are able to perform and whatnot, but it's, it's a pretty damn good haul, man. For, for Dame Lillard, for, you know, for Dame Lillard, essentially, they were able to get a really good, really good, really good return back. Um, so I think that's a pretty, pretty nice deal for, for the Trailblazers. The Celtics side it's very interesting considering obviously considering like the Bucks connection and everything like that. Uh that's gonna be fascinating to watch uh those two teams go up against each other both in the regular season and potentially in the playoffs too, right? That's gonna be very it's gonna be a very interesting matchup for sure. Um I don't really know like it's hard to evaluate how I think the Celtics are gonna be pretty damn good. I feel, um, I think that they were able to replace. They were, I mean, the the good the one thing is that they were really able to replace Marcus Smart, right, with someone who I feel is better. I think Drew is a little better than Marcus Smart. Um, of course, they lost a lot of depth, but if they really want to be like top heavy, kind of like the Bucks, then I feel like they made a pretty solid move um so we'll see we'll see how well that kind of translates onto the court but uh that's pretty exciting man i'm pretty i'm excited to see it's really just going to be those two teams you know unless some crazy shit goes down where Embiid ends up on some other eastern conference team like like the heat or or something like that i don't know it's um it's difficult for me to see 
any other team in the East coming out other than the Bucks and the Celtics. But you never know, man. Some you got you you could have something crazy going on like the the Heat coming through with their with their run last uh, last year. So anything is possible. You know, you never know. Like, um, you know, that was a very rare case of something like that happening. So we don't know if. Um, if like an eighth seed is gonna end up in the finals again, but you never know, man. Shit, shit happens. This is a lot of crazy thing that, a lot of crazy things that can potentially happen in the season during the playoffs, whatever. So, um, yeah, kind of spices things up a little. Drama, right, with Drew Holiday, and there's some history there with like Damian Lillard, and back when the the Pelicans swept the uh, the Blazers back in twenty, so like twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen, right, in the playoffs. So, there's some history there, man. Um, and considering everything, I think that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stakes at hand. So it'll be really interesting to see how how the uh, season turns out. But yeah, going back to the Blazers a little bit, because I'm sure that there's going to be a lot to sort of discuss on the uh, Eastern Conference front for sure. But I feel that for for the Blazers, I think they really secured themselves. Um, secures themselves a really nice future. I think that they, you know, they were able to, of course, there's a lot of criticisms about Joe Cronin and all that shit, like considering the past moves that he's made. But I think that they were really able to recoup those losses and just like make the best out of that situation, which is pretty, pretty great to see. Like, I think, um, I would have felt pretty bad for the, Blazers organization if if they weren't really able to um you know make something happen with kind of what they were given considering like the Dame situation and everything like that um but uh you know I think that they were really able to do the most that they were able to do considering just like the drama and all that shit that was going on with you know with Lillard and everything like that so um I don't know. I feel I feel pretty optimistic. If I were an, if I were a Blazers fan, I would be feeling pretty optimistic about the current situation. Um, <laughs> there was, uh, and this is probably going to be a meme at a certain point, right? With I mean, it already is kind of a meme, but basically, like the day of the day when that trade happened, trade happened. Like there was there was a tweet from Woj. I was like talking about. I almost want to read it verbatim. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, give me just one second. All right, I found the quote. Let me let me read this out loud. Okay, so this is a tweet from Woj. Uh, looks like it was yesterday. Cronin opened up his moleskin journal and jotted notes. He resisted posting trade offers on elaborate whiteboards with magnets or nameplates in his practice facility office or meeting rooms. Too many prying eyes could steal a glance. Everything existed inside that moleskin. That shit is so funny to me. It's just like people are like in the Reddit thread. People are like, well, who thinks he's like George R. R. Martin? <laughs> like this shit is, it's so funny, man. Like it's just so over dramatized. It's, it's hilarious. Like there is nothing there's nothing more than just like the drama of like the NBA and shit man like I know people have said this a lot it's like not a novel concept by any means by saying that 
you know, that the NBA is kind of like its own like reality TV program and shit like that. I mean, it's just, it's just what it is, man. It's just what it is. Um, like it just really comes down to like what, um, <laughs> just like the players and the association and everything like like it really just is just like the combination of all of these like just these like high level players and their egos and then just like the the personalities of the gms and all of that shit it just adds up to just this like drama and it's it's hilarious it's really funny um at times and then you get pieces and you get tweets like this you get like you get literature, you get pieces of writing like this where <laughs> you have, you know, you have kind of, uh, what would you even call Woj? He's just, he's different from a beat writer. Like he just has, he's just like an insider, right? Like he's just the insider, but insiders like him that are just like <laughs> really, really trying to hone in on their, uh, hone in on their prose and shit like that. I don't know. I think it's just super funny and entertaining to me. Um, I hope that it just becomes kind of like a... It probably has. It's become probably like a new pasta and people have been like copying that shit around and stuff. But yeah, hilarious stuff. Um, anyways, going back to kind of the Blazers side of thing, because I think, it, uh, you know, obviously probably the most intriguing thing is just the fact that Lillard is no longer on the team and he's on a Eastern Conference contender, potential, you know, title contenders. And then you got, you know, Holiday who got kind of swapped back to the Celtics. Um, so it's really going to be those two, right? But I think that the Blazers conversations will be interesting um, because it's really hard because they have like some good, like legitimately good players now. Of course, Scoot Henderson is still super young. Shaden Sharp is only like 20, right? Like, they, they still got an incredibly young team. But they got some talent, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like them and the Pacers and, like, the Thunder, they're kind of in this sort of realm of good teams that could potentially be, like, playing like a play-in team or like lower seeded playoff team, you know what I mean? If they get their kind of, if they get everything going in like the right direction, I think I throw the magic in there as well, right? Like you, you, there's just, they're just sort of in this realm of teams that could be, could be a surprise. You just never know. Like they, I feel like there's on paper, there's enough talent on there where they could make something work. Um, so that's kind of exciting um, to see. And I think that, you know, there's, like, the last couple of years where the Trailblazers are really trying to, you know, kind of really sludging through, um, Dame sort of really carrying everything on his, you know, his back, essentially, right? Um, I think it's good to get, like, a fresh start in that sense. Them, along with, like, Washington, who kind of cleaned house with Beal and Porzingis, right? I think that sometimes you just need to hit the reset button to to really you know start something fresh and and because it, it hadn't been working for such a long time um, and try something new. So um, I'm excited to see where those other teams are going to be heading off and how they're going to perform. Um, I, it's just like all of these things. It, it's been a very eventful off season, right? 
what training camp starts tomorrow. Um, so like it's, it's really, it, it just, it literally is around the corner and I looked it up. The preseason starts on Thursday. Like that shit is like right now. <laughs> like the first, I, I looked at the schedule. The first game is the Mavericks and the Timberwolves and it starts at 9 a.m. on a Thursday. Like what the fuck? Like what a weird, like what a, like what a weird ass time. To start, is it a holiday? Is Thursday a holiday this week? I had no idea. I know Labor Day is tomorrow, but I'm working, so it doesn't really it doesn't really affect me. But is there something else going on on Thursday that I'm not aware of? Because like who, like who's able to go on a Thursday to watch a preseason game? I feel like that's going to be a pretty low attendance. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a really interesting. Uh, it's a very interesting uh, placement for that. But, um, yeah, preseason is this week, man. So it's like, basketball starts, you know what I mean? Like, I know the season doesn't start, but I'll still have the potential, or I still have the opportunity to watch, you know, some basketball, which is going to be great. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that, man. There's really not a whole lot waiting. Um, like, I, like I've mentioned before, I, I've been kind of checked out of basketball, really up until this point, you know what I mean? Like, after the finals, I was still kind of, you know, looking into, you know, off-season deals and stuff, and there were some things that were happening, you know, there was obviously, like, the, you know, the Damian Lillard kind of drama surrounding, you know, his trade and, the you know, his connection with the Heat and everything like that, but, and then, oh, of course, there was, you know, like, the Bradley Beal going to the Suns and, and everything like that, but, you know, afterwards, I was just, I was kind of checked out for, like, the last few months, but now I'm back in it, man. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really back in it. Um, I'm, I'm very excited. It's, it's, I don't really, I really don't have to wait long. Um, I don't gotta be, I, I don't gotta be too patient, <laughs> you know? Um, I can just really, can really just dive into it, uh, really soon. So, uh, I'm, I'm excited, man. I think there's gonna be a lot of, a lot of shit that's gonna be happening, uh, in the next, uh, within the next week, I have been listening slash watching a lot of NBA related podcasts to, to really get into, you know, get into the groove of things and, and really catch up on some shit, see what other teams are doing and how they're feeling about the upcoming season. I think that, um, there's a lot of anticipation, man. I think there's, there's a lot of teams that are looking to, make the leap um like those teams that i mentioned before um and then some teams that are just trying to adjust and kind of make the most out of this current situation um like if they're not you know they might not be pursuing a playoff position but they they they're looking to develop their younger players and hopefully make you know make the most out of that so um very it's very interesting i i, I enjoy listening to you know, kind of the fan bases of other teams, um, gives me kind of a different perspective on, on things and what they're kind of looking forward to. They'll talk about, you know, they'll talk about players that I'm not super familiar with. And I think that it's fun to, to learn about those, uh, learn about their, their kind of their strengths and, and their weaknesses. Um, so yeah, that's, that's fun, man. It, it, it's fun. Again, I, I, I always, I always view these things as a very as a very casual NBA um, 
you know, NBA viewer. I, I, I'm not, I'm not someone who's super, I've never been into, you know, the analytics or, you know, the advanced stats and shit like that. But, um, I like, I, I just enjoy being a part of kind of that conversation, even if I'm not exactly, you know, resp- commenting or anything like that, but I enjoy listening and hearing about, um, just, you know, across the board, how people are, you know, how players and teams are doing. So, uh, that's been kind of my sort of, uh, anticipation thing. You know what I mean? Like really getting into the groove of the regular season. I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm, I'm really, I'm really hyped to, to, to really get into it. I, I I'm, people are like, I, I'm very surprised and maybe I shouldn't be, but I am surprised how highly people are ranking us like in the standings. I'm talking about the Warriors. Um, I guess they're sort of anticipating some things, you know what I mean? Like, of course, I think the, the Chris Paul acquisition does give us a bit of, maybe does give us a bit of an edge um, that we maybe didn't have last year. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how he, uh, how he's able to transition into the current role on this team. Um, see how well he fits, man. Um, but people are, yeah, there's, there's a lot of analysts. There's a lot of, uh, publications that are, uh, placing us pretty relatively, I don't know. I, th- I feel like it's like kind of high, like reasonably high up in the standings. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, I think that it's, it's possible we could still be like a bit of a sleeper <laughs> playoff team. You know what I mean? Um, you never know. Uh, I think after, I think some, some, you know, maybe some, uh, some people are anticipating this team to be pretty damn good, but I, again, I'm sort of having, you know, leveled expectations on this team. I don't have super high expectations by any means. Um, so, but I, I, again, I, I'm just looking forward to seeing how things, uh, things out develop, um, going into the regular season. So a lot to, a lot to look forward to, man. Um, taking a step back from, from basketball a little bit, cause I know that it's going to be, I'm going to be talking more about it, uh, later this co- upcoming week, um, as the preseason kicks off. But, uh, I, I'm going to plan to talk about near in like a separate episode, maybe sometime this week. Um, cause I think I'm going to beat it. Uh, I didn't end up beating it this weekend. Um, maybe I'll beat it tonight or, you know, sometime this week and then kind of delve into the discussion. I want to keep that as sort of like a separate, you know, discussion video of sorts or separate, you know, podcast episode entirely. Um, just because I have a lot to talk about. Um, I think that I don't think it's going to be like a, you know, I mean, it never has been, you know what I mean? Whenever I've done like a review of sorts, but I think I'm going to just sort of, I have some notes and ideas kind of jotted down and I'm going to try my best to really like articulate them into a cohesive manner. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, so I guess that's something to, to look forward to is, is talking about near going through, you know, you know, talking about how I felt beating the sort of the main, main story of the game. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I have a lot of thoughts, um, but I'm very close to the end. Um, 
of getting the full experience with with the kind of the main endings and everything like that so um yeah i will be trying to get that out sometime this next week anyways um that's gonna be it for this week's episode thanks for listening as always this has been save the semantics signing off